0: Man, when's the last time you played a game that gave you three bosses before clearing the tutorial stage? This time, on the Commune Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Commune Podcast. Uh, we've been gone for a while, so I was wondering, uh Fox, how have you been doing?
1: I've been pretty good. All right, glad to asleep. sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just been in hibernation since the last time? Yeah. Xanrio, uh, what's been up with you?
2: Yeah, I've been good. Um, yeah.
0: Glad to hear it. fan 63 yourself?
3: Oh, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine.
0: And, uh, as ever, I am your affable host, Golem. So I was wondering, Sanrio, what games have you been playing this, uh, well, this past week?
2: Yeah, well, lately, it's been a lot of Super Mario 3D World.
0: Oh, yeah, that just, uh, that just came out.
2: Yes, Actually, I got, I got it one day early. One day earlier than the European release, because I, yeah. Or uh, of the internet, I sent it early, so.
0: <laughs> so, if you got it one day free, or one day early, does that mean... <laughs> does that mean you had to get a different region and get it shipped to Europe?
2: Well, uh, no, but uh, the shop sent it out on Tuesday, so I got it on Thursday. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, uh, what do you think of it so far?
2: It's great, time. So much better than expected.
0: You were uh, so. Were you expecting something that good? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, no. For every trailer I saw after the initial reveal, it does seem much better than what it looked like at first. and when I got to play the game, it was even better.
0: Yeah, I think that was everyone's uh, consensus that the original trailer was like all right. But kind of a letdown, and then every subsequent trailer got them more place for it.
2: Yeah, of course. I also got to play demo before.
0: Um, is there background noise? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, yeah, that was I Want to say about
0: it? Okay. Yes. Are you a fan sixty-three? What games have uh, you been playing this past week? Well, I I ought to be playing 3D World, but
3: I've instead been catching up on uh on Pathman Three. Oh, I need to catch up on that too. So, uh, where are you? Um, I I think I'm close to the end, but I'm I'm hoarding up the uh, the rest of the fruit collection so I can I can just grab all that and just finish on the best
0: note. Okay, the equivalent in an RPG to you know going around and doing the side quests before you fight the final boss. Yeah, sure. Yes, exactly. So, uh, would you say Pikmin 3 is worth playing if you've played the first two? Absolutely. Yes. It's a, uh, it's different enough? Yeah, I mean, uh, well,
3: I think it's, it's, it's kinda cool in a way, because the first game had the, uh, the 30 day time limit, and then the second game had no time limit, and then this game sort of has, like, a dynamic time limit.
0: Yeah, that is really neat. Like, I like that. It's,
1: it's like a best of both worlds sorta of deal.
0: It reduces the frustration, but also you still have that stress there. Right.
1: What do you think of the whole
0: captain thing? Do you think that was uh, used well? The multiple uh, captains. Multiple.
3: Well, I thought it was used well in the second game. So
0: yeah, I think uh, you know the, the
1: the triple captain thing works out well. All right. Fox, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I just got Wasteland One for backing Wasteland Two, and I've been playing that.
0: That is late eighties PC. Yes. It's like, a Fallout Zero?
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, exactly it.
0: Okay. So, if I've played Fallout 1, can I jump into Wasteland, or, uh, is there something else I should know before going in?
1: They aren't really... It's, they're, they're, they're really kind of really different. Really very different. Okay. Um, it's, it's really just that it's a spiritual successor in tone and in setting, what Fallout is. So what but, kind of game is Wasteland then? I mean, they're both turn-based RPGs, but it's it's what you'd expect out of, of something from the 80s. It's very stripped down, and it's stripped down and there's a lot of exploration involved. You, you, it's, since it didn't have uh, a lot of resources to tell you what to do, they, it also included like, a, a side manual. Oh. So every once in a while in the in the game, it'll tell you to refer to paragraph so-and-so to tell you what's going on right now. Oh, no. Yeah.
0: So, uh, do you get, like, a PDF with it so you can... Yeah. That okay. So, have you gotten lost yet, or have you been finding your way through alright? I've been lost a couple of
1: times, but I, I got through. I, it's, it's really rough. It's, it's definitely a rough 80s PC game. <laughs> there are a lot of things I had changed about it that made today, but it's fine as it is.
0: So, playing it is more a labor of love.
1: Yeah. Alright.
0: We've been playing Demon's Crest recently, and we, we just started, but the game starts with a boss, so I think it would be best to begin our commentary on it with a boss. Uh, just so I'm up to speed with where everyone is, uh, Mario fan, how many bosses have you fought so far?
3: Uh, I, I beat all the ones, um, after Firebrand escapes from the, the arena and, and goes to the graveyard. In all that area there, I think there's there's about including that first boss. I think there's about three
0: bosses there. So there's the um it begins with the Zombone Dragon from uh Bar- <laughs> yeah from Barrel Volcano, and then you get the boss like the mid boss that gives you extra health, I think. Uh huh. And then you the it ends with the boss that gives you the Earth Power. Right. So those are the three you've beaten. Right. Okay. And uh, what do you think of them so far?
3: I I may have almost died in the tutorial, but we can
0: ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty strange. I did actually die in the tutorial my first time playing.
3: Are, are we counting the tutorial as that whole level, or just the uh, the first, the very 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 first boss?
0: The like the part where you can't see your health bar. Oh, okay. Which is just in that stadium. Yeah. Because it's kind of hard to get used to the flying mechanic, but uh, on this playthrough, I did it flawlessly in like 30, like, no time at all. Because um, once you learn how to trick him to shoot fire in a specific place, it's very easy. You just drop down, let him crane his neck, go upward and shoot at him, and he's shooting at the ground. So long story short, it's really easy to cheese, but... It takes a while to get there to learn how to cheese it. So, Fox, I was wondering uh, what bosses you fought.
1: I don't know the exact number, but I got through a lot of them. Uh, How many different stages have you seen? Uh, I think I've seen all of them, except for maybe one or two. So what do you think of the bosses so far? They, They seem to be the highlight of the game. Or, or, like, they put a, a bunch of their resources into the bosses, but uh, I don't know if I'm that impressed overall.
0: <laughs> what makes you say they put uh, all their, re- well, a lot of their resources resources into the bosses?
1: Well, I say that because I don't, the levels, uh, they seem, levels themselves don't seem to provide as much of a challenge. Maybe I'm just unfairly comparing this to Ghosts and Ghouls or Ghosts and Goblins, but it, it seems a lot of the challenge should have been, or it should have been, almost evenly spaced between getting through the levels or, or learning level exploration and then going through the boss and beating the boss. And I think a lot of the boss design revolved around HP bloat and a lot of other tactics that weren't very satisfying. A lot of the bosses revolve around what? what one of the... I'm, I'm just referring to like the wolf boss. Or I, I don't actually remember the others too well. But the HP bloat, they just oh, artificially yeah. raise how, how much it can take. It, it, it doesn't really provide that much of a challenge. It's just tedious.
0: Yeah, oftentimes you know what to do, but you just need to do it for so long that yeah. uh, I mess up one way or another and then the whole thing is lost.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a, actually kind of an interesting comparison to the Gargoyles Quest games that you mentioned, um, how easy the stages are. Uh, in the Gargoyles Quest games, you have limited jump and limited flight. So, it's, uh, getting through the stages is actually a matter of, like, carefully meeting out your glide times so that you make sure you make every single jump. Uh, and you don't have that in this game because you can, uh, this game gives you a lot more freedom than the previous games in the series. Uh, so, once that happens, the only source left for challenge is the bosses. Sanrio, which games, are which bosses have you, uh, fought so far?
2: Three of them, I think? All of the ones in the post world, or, yeah, or what you call it? The,
0: uh, the ones that Wario fan fought? Yeah. Okay. What do you think of it so far?
2: Too much health, and, um, together with too little variation in attack patterns.
0: Yeah, it, <laughs> they definitely, if if uh.
2: Especially too much health to for early bosses.
0: Yeah, it, right off the bat they get pretty strict. One thing that might help, I didn't realize this until this playthrough, but if you stand right next to an enemy, and you hammer the Y button, yeah. uh, you do a lot of damage.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a little annoying that you're restricted to one shot on screen at a time, but at the same time that makes you get really close to the boss to spawn as many fireballs as possible.
2: Yeah. I just feel like if bosses have that much health, they should have more Variation attack patterns or, like, when I've taken a certain number of hits, they change their attacks or something. Make it more interesting instead of just the same thing going on for way too long.
0: It's uh, you've got the idea already. Yeah. Yeah. So I was wondering, just in a general sense, how do you evaluate a boss fight, Fox? How do I evaluate a boss fight? Like what makes you say this is a good boss or this is a bad boss?
1: I think if I feel challenged while uh, fighting it, but not in an unfair way, I'd say an example of something that's not this is when you need to fight a boss and you have to have a certain item at the time, it, well, I, I like when bosses can be beaten no matter what you have at the moment. so if i'm if I'm locked out by an item I don't have, I don't. and it's there's no way out of that besides dying. I think that's an unfair fight.
0: So a game should never let you fight a boss unless you're ready to deal with it. Or
1: you can get out of it in the same screen without dying. Okay. But I, I like it when I'm challenged in fighting it, and if if it's hard, it's not unfair. Or, or I'm us- utilizing something new or something that would be a natural progression of what I've learned throughout the schools.
0: So do you think uh, Demon's Crest bosses have that natural progression that you feel like uh, the stage has prepared you for whatever this boss is going to do?
1: I don't think so. I didn't feel like I learned much of anything from the levels or the bosses. But I'm not very observant.
0: <laughs> so each time you encountered a boss, you had to learn on the spot what to do? I think so. Okay. Zanrio, how do you evaluate boss fights?
2: As in general?
0: But, yeah, in a general sense.
2: I won't. Bosses to be interesting, fair challenge, rather than be a bit harder than, than to last way too long because the boss has so much health. but is really that difficult to
0: defeat. So yeah, it seems like uh, Demon's Crest failed on both fronts in that um, yeah. it wasn't interesting and it didn't feel fair. Yeah. I, I will be interested to see if you stick with that opinion as the game goes on. Demon's Crest has some options available for experimentation that aren't, like, immediately obvious. And once you get more abilities and your options open up, the boss has started to click with me more, and I wonder if that will happen with you as well.
2: Yeah, I'll just have to see.
0: Yeah. Uh, WarioFan63, what, what do you think makes a good boss fight? Finding the right blind spot and then just choosing it. <laughs> 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 so you really just want to get boss fights over as easily as possible?
3: Sometimes, I mean, it, 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 if it's not a very pleasant boss, then uh, yeah, I, I, I really wanna just get it over with.
0: And <laughs> the pain. Demon's Crest may not appeal to your sensibilities. Uh oh. There, there is stuff like health potions, but uh, that you can get to help you through <clears throat> boss fights. But generally speaking, you can't charge your way through them. Uh oh. So I'm gonna have to have skill? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so Zanrio, I was wondering if you would compare the bosses you fought in Demon's Crest to bosses from many other games.
2: Don't think I can think of this. There's also the uh, bosses in uh, Magical Quest Mickey Mouse. A lot of them had also had too much health and took a lot of time to kill.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, Wario Fan 63 do you have any, like, meaningful comparisons? Uh,
3: what about Gargoyle's Quest?
0: I, I think that's a... Okay, well, where would you take that?
3: Just in the sense that, uh, there were a few bosses in, in Gargoyle's Quest, uh, where you had to just, you know, memorize their their patterns and whatnot.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, I guess you can say that for a lot of bosses in any game, but, um, I mean, I remember, I, I guess because of how Gargoyle's Quest operates... Finding the right flight height, I guess you'd call it. Or, or, you know, sticking to a wall or something and, and shooting at them.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of times yeah. where, um you'll need to jump up to hit a boss and then stay flying at a specific height just so you can hit him.
3: Yeah, yeah, making use of that hover.
0: But I think Gargoyle's Quest also makes a neat point of comparison in that, uh, Fox was, Fox mentioned earlier that the bosses in Demon's Crest didn't really develop from the stages at all. Uh, which is the total opposite from Gargoyle's Quest, where the stages are all about careful platforming, make sure you stick to the right spots, uh, making sure you glide correctly. And the bosses in Gargoyle's Quest have a lot of things to stick to, give you lots of options for gliding around. Like, I can't think of a single boss fight in Gargoyle's Quest where, if I wanted, I couldn't just stick around at the top of the screen. Whereas in Demon's Crest, it's hard to think of a boss fight where I have that option. Most of the time, uh, I don't have any walls to climb. So, uh, for instance, the final boss of the first stage loves flying around out of my reach. So, like, half the time he's at the very top of the screen and I just can't hit him. Your options in Demon's Crest are much fewer than they are in Gargoyle's Quest. Uh, because they don't give you platforms to, you know, climb on or glide from. Okay. And that's what makes it feel so arbitrary as compared to the stages, because the stages in Demon's Crest give you plenty of platforms to jump on and glide around, and any way you want to deal with an enemy is, you know, you have plenty of options. Uh, so far as platforming goes. Fox, would you compare the bosses in Demon's
1: Crest to any other game? Just other Super Nintendo Capcom games.
0: Just uh in general? Yeah. Um like Mega Man's Soccer. Yeah. No.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh. Uh but what makes you say that, Fox? Well, Zan said uh Mickey's magical adventure for Quest. Mickey's quest. Magical quest. Mickey's <laughs> quest of magic. <laughs> <Attention>. <laughs> And I was thinking of, of Aladdin for Super Nintendo actually. And it didn't have many bosses, but it, it some aspects of of uh, Demon's Quest press reminded me of that. How so? They seem to have their pattern, uh, their their attack pattern, and, they, and while they're doing that, your job is to find your safe spot until they release the opening. Which is probably a generic thing to say for bosses in, at all. So. Actually. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Bosses don't have to be that way, but yeah, there are certainly many bosses that operate that way. Like I see that aspect of it, but I also think uh bosses in Aladdin are a little more predictable than in Demon's Crest, where in Demon's Crest there are plenty of times where I have trouble reading what a boss is going to do next. Uh, did you ever get that sense? You know, I think I think that's right. I think they they don't telegraph themselves as well.
1: Oh, and that's not really a detriment, but I think you're right.
0: I mean, I guess on one hand you could say it's frustrating because it's hard to know what to do, but on the other hand it's challenging because you have to stay on your toes and constantly reevaluate what you need to do. Right. Um, it's tomato, tomato. Wario fan, did you feel well equipped to handle these bosses? Well, considering that the bosses
3: I fought didn't require any extra equipment, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I suppose. By, by that metric I, I kind of did in a sense I suppose I put, uh, let's see the, the way to put it I, I guess would be mentally equipped like uh, you know just just memorizing their 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 boss
0: patterns and whatnot you know so you felt mentally equipped to handle them
3: after a while yeah you, you recognize what they're gonna do and then you, you figure out how to how to
0: go on the attack Demon's Crest is actually a little unique in that you don't get lives. You just get to restart at the boss as many times as you like. Uh, it's
3: very convenient.
0: Yeah. Did you spend a lot of time utilizing that? For for that last boss in the first part of the game, yeah. Okay. Fox, did you feel properly equipped to handle the bosses?
1: Yeah. Uh, I didn't think I had to cheese like. Check- break any of the mechanics to cheese to cheese them to death I think I could it, it was pretty fair that I, when I had to fight them uh, there was one I did feel like I had to cheese but I think there might be a legitimate way around him
0: oh my is he, a, he is he later in the game
1: yeah
0: okay I guess uh, we'll refrain from spoiling those. Sanrio, did you feel well equipped to handle the bosses in this game
2: uh, I think so well, I first had learn the patterns and stuff, but yeah, I would say so. Okay. Also, like I you, if you die not in you just restart the death fight or right before, and yeah, it's very convenient, as mentioned.
0: And uh, it's also, like, if you want, you can just leave the level and try to find more health somewhere else, so you are better equipped. Yeah. It's a... It's neat in that getting to retry sort of isolates the boss and lets you just focus on the hard part. So, I don't know if, uh, if we came to any meaningful conclusions since this is just the beginning of the game. Um, I wanted to use this more as a chance to survey people's opinions, uh, to come back and reevaluate them at the very end to see if we can chart maybe a course of evolution, uh, over the course of the game. One thing I've want to add i guess is that uh with the ground gargoyle when he's standing his shot drops to the ground so that makes particular enemies harder to hit but it also does more damage than your standard shot so when it comes to the question of do you feel well equipped to handle the bosses sometimes being like using the worse equipment will have the payoff of doing more damage so how well equipped you are can sometimes be a an interesting interplay of mechanics. It does seem funny that there's three bosses right in the very first stage of Demon's Crest, but I think that goes to Fox's point. You know, that bosses are the highlight of the game. So, I don't know if we can really call this a quote of the week, since there have been many weeks we haven't recorded. But we have a quote from the past week with us, at any rate. Christian Etter is a developer. He developed this uh, physics puzzle game called Dre. It's about making blocks fit in things. And he said in an interview on Gamma Sutra, We're quite surprised that this fantastic feedback, and even the support from Apple, aren't reflected in the sales numbers. We assumed that if the customer ratings are great and were visible, the sales would follow automatically, which is not the case. So, in light of this, uh, as as enlightened consumers, Fox, are there any games you've enjoyed that haven't sold well, and why do you think they didn't sell well?
1: I feel like a lot of my favorite games don't sell. Um most particularly, I feel like every time I buy a Yakuza game, is an outcry from Sega that they're not sure if they want to bring it over for the next iteration.
0: Yeah. So, do we have the zombie one yet? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Seems like people would have to buy that one, right?
3: The zombie one came out a while ago. It came out as Yakuza Dead Souls.
0: That's, I feel like that's the story of post, like, that's a Dreamcast Sega onward, where, like, they release really yeah. see Man and Shenmue. <laughs> Okay, and um, why don't you think the Yakuza games sell?
1: I can say something, anything, but I don't really, I don't, I have no idea why things sell and why things don't sell. I'd say visibility, but I just have no idea about how sales works. Yeah, okay, that's fair.
0: If I had to venture a guess, it would be. No, I can't think of a thing about Yakuza that does not appeal to Western gamers. Like, it's got fighting, it's got an open world, it's got RPG mechanics. Yeah, I'm at a loss. Um, Zanrio, <laughs> are there any games you, you've you enjoyed that haven't sold well?
2: At least Agents, I think that didn't sell too well.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah it, it's sad. Uh, I don't know.
0: I guess yeah. that is kind of like rhythm games are a niche market, right?
2: Yeah, and that's it. I'm uh, a bit disappointed because I, I love rhythm games.
0: It's, uh Not everybody can be Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. So that's a case where not selling well makes a lot of sense and just, uh, you have to take whatever you can get whenever you can get it. Um, yeah.
2: True.
0: That Definitely seems like a cultural thing where, uh, like, they'll release Rhythm Heaven in Japan and that does well over there, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just like Western gamers aren't cool with rhythm games, I guess.
2: Sadly, but Rhythm Heaven seems to do okay. At least I, think it's the, I mean, we, we lost it, the versions except for the first one.
0: Okay, so uh, Rhythm Heaven does pretty well in Europe, or uh, well I don't enough.
2: Oh whole well, it does, but, I mean,
0: at least we get the games. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see. So uh, hopefully they're selling to someone if they keep bothering to port them over. Yeah. Wario fan sixty three, are there any games uh, you've enjoyed that haven't sold well? Oh yes, one that that comes to mind I, uh, was probably uh, Zach and Wiki. Oh yeah, man, that's a game that should have like been a million seller. Yeah. Why don't you think it's old? I don't know. I think maybe people thought it was uh, too cutesy. Maybe,
3: maybe, maybe perception. I don't know. I I think the other thing might be that there's just this awful, awful stigma that that all Wii games are shovelware unless it's like Mario or Zelda or something like that, and it's uh-huh. just kind of really sad. Yeah, true. And I mean, that was one of the early ones still from 2007, I think, but. I mean, even back then, there were, there were people complaining about all the junk on there, and it was just like, guys, there's, there's not that much junk.
1: Well, actually, I, I just typed it into Search Engine, and one of the first things that comes up on typing in Zach and Wiki is, Zach and Mary make a porno, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't didn't they have a, an, an ad campaign that was basically just tell people to buy it? Like I thought they had mouth? a strange ad campaign, yeah, where they were relying on word of mouth.
0: I don't remember that. I wonder if it's the thing that happened to Boom Blocks, where uh, it was a game targeted towards children but not budgeted for children, where well, they you know, sold it at sixty dollars. Boom Blocks? Yeah.
1: Boom Blocks budget release. It was.
0: I'm I'm fairly
3: certain I paid less than fifty dollars for it.
0: Oh, and uh, never mind. <laughs> what about uh, Zach and Wiki though? Was that a like? I I don't
3: think that was targeted at children. I think it just looked cutesy as all, well, because, I mean, that is way too difficult for a child. you think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was
0: difficult for me. Well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <I> just <laughs> just, well, Opening yourself up right there.
2: I mean, w- when, I, when I bought that game, like the, the cashier uh, warned me about that it was a very hard game, and even he had some trouble completing it and stuff.
0: Oh.
3: It's, it's a noodle. Um, it, it makes you use your noodle. And, I mean, even just beating the game isn't enough, because there's uh, secrets galore and whatnot. Okay. okay. It was
1: actually, IGN ran an ad campaign for it, saying buy it. Oh, oh yeah, that's right.
3: I, I remember just... one website or whatever that was just so pumped up about having
0: people get it that they just said, buy this, buy this, and then nobody bought it. What's that uh, game hiker signature? Buy this damn game, you idiot, or something? <laughs>
3: yeah, Exactly. <laughs> That was my thing. Buy this damn game, you
0: idiots. <laughs> what game was that? It was, it was for Rhythm Heaven. Okay. Instead
3: <laughs> of you, were buying it.
0: I have my Western Gamer. I, I can't do anything about this. Oh, that. I should. <laughs> Personally, uh, games I've enjoyed that haven't sold well. I don't know. I guess I'm a little like Fox in that I'm kind of ignorant to uh, how well games sell and why they don't or why they do. Um, so that's my stance. <laughs> I guess I have a Wii U, so, you know, there you go. Oh. Every game I have on there has sold poorly. Oh. Oh. Like, a Wonderful 101 definitely should have sold because it's a good, solid action game with a unique take on the genre. But um, I imagine it didn't because it's on the Wii U. That's all I have.
1: Everything Platinum does should sell.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the story of their life, isn't it? Not to sell.
1: Well, Okami, you know God you know?
0: uh, what were you gonna say, Warrior Fan? Oh, uh, their best selling game is, uh, yeah, the Metal Gear game they did. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, Zanrio, I was wondering, are there any games you regret not buying to support? I
2: don't, I don't really know, that, um, because I. For most games, I don't know just how well they sold, if they sold badly, and for all the games I know sold badly, then that was years ago, and back then I wasn't interested in game anyway, so I'm not sure I regret not buying something years ago, uh, years and years ago, and I, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I don't
0: know. So there's nothing recent that you say. I wish I had put my wallet behind this. Yeah,
2: you no. Know,
1: Really? No? Okay.
0: Wario fan 63 yourself, I know there's often a lot of times where you have to, you know, choose one game over another. Are there any yeah, uh, if, uh, regrets?
3: <laughs> I am a man full of regrets with video games. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest one would have to be, I'm ashamed to say, Wonderful 101.
0: Oh, yeah. You should I buy just, that. I know I should. I just haven't... <laughs> gotten around to it. Okay. What is the reason you should buy it, though? Oh, because
3: you know, I I really want to... I I guess, you know, in some ways I don't really like the the vote with your wallet message, but when it comes to something like this I I suppose it'd be good because you know, I I want these kind of games to uh,
0: succeed, you know? So, normally the vote with your wallet argument doesn't appeal to you, but this is an extraordinary case.
3: Yeah, cause usually vote with your wallet is, is used in a negative don't buy thing aspect, but oh, okay. when, it, when it's used to, in this in sense, situation, I want to use it to encourage buying.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I guess that is something that's usually forgotten where, you know, oh, don't buy Call of Duty, uh, Ghost Mansion too. Um, but it can also be, like, show support for this tiny little guy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, Nintendo seems so happy to have, you know, Kamiya make a game for them. And,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, a was just overjoyed. Yeah, boy, you should have seen it. Yeah. <gasps> Bananas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, actually, that reminds me that, um, I feel like I should not have bought 3D World, and, like, I felt like I was fueling something that I shouldn't have.
2: Oh, no. What? Why?
0: Because uh, Mario games are getting so samey at this point that I feel like a little guilty when I buy them new.
3: Well, I don't think this is going to be like we'll make 3D World 2 and add Yoshi and call it a day or something like that. I yeah,
0: don't know.
3: I, I,
2: I'm not sure this is going to... I don't really think this is going to be the only 3D Mario for Wii U.
0: If uh, if they come out with something as crazy as Sunshine, then I will be uh I will admit <laughs> that I have underestimated Nintendo, but until that day <laughs> I, I stand by my it, stage. It'll it'll be Mario Kart Galaxy. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> so all the stages all Rainbow Roads.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> all the Rainbow Roads on past games. Pretty
0: much. <laughs> it's, it's, it'll basically be Rainbow Road Collection. Fox, are there any games you regret not buying
1: to support? No. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> only because I don't think my vote with my wallet has any difference at all. And, and I say that because uh, sometimes I do regret buying Yakuza 3 uh, just to support it, and I don't have a PS3, so I've you to play it. So... That's an instance
0: where, like, you bought something to support it and ended up regretting it?
1: Well, sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I might not regret it when I actually get to play it, but having bought it without being able to play it is a regret. Okay. I own
0: Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic Unleashed on 360, but I also bought them when my roommates had Xboxes to play them on. So I guess that's not entirely your experience.
1: And, and usually, I mean, I only really ever feel bad for not buying a game if the company ends up going under afterwards, or has to drastically downsize, but then I still don't think there's not much I could have done in regards to that.
2: Yeah, and there's no way you could know that would happen.
1: That's true. Um, you can't really
0: associate guilt with it. But I guess at the same time, like, if everybody felt that their purchase didn't matter, then nobody would buy things. So It's a, a moral quandary. I guess. Uh, I think just just pirating everything. <laughs> <laughs> Even you mean it fires pirates? You know, we did all that talking about voting with our wallet, and Kickstarters didn't come up once. Just a little weird, that's all I'm saying. I was wondering, what games are you looking forward to, Mario Fan 63
3: Oh, well, um, after just finishing the new Ace Attorney game and last year's latent game, I'm kind of on a high where I'm really expecting, really looking forward to that crossover
0: next year. Oh yeah, that's coming out in the U.S. on DS. 3DS. Oh, that's, the crossover is 3DS? Yeah. Okay, I got my wires crossed. You better believe it. <laughs> so nothing in the short term? Within the next few months, let me think. Uh, probably Tropical Freeze. Okay. Fox, any games you're looking forward to? I just
1: bought i and looking forward to playing that.
0: Oh, uh, Shouty really enjoyed that. He told me. It looks neat and he, uh, he did a good job of convincing me that it's not just another 3D platformer. That, uh, it's distinctive in its own right.
1: How can it be just another 3D platformer? Those don't really get made that much anymore.
0: Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I just mean, like, I didn't see what made it any different from, I don't know, Croc.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Croc.
0: Danrio, any games you're looking forward to?
2: Yeah, Troggles phrase The new Smash Bros. So that's probably far away.
0: Yeah, that's like that's gonna be holiday next year.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Probably. Um uh, yeah, the Yoshi games? Oh. Yornosha I... and Island.
0: I completely forgot about those.
2: Yeah, speaking of Yonoshi what when are we going home do more about that.
0: Uh probably soon.
2: In the next Fire?
3: I hope so. I think they're they're gonna be big uh twenty fourteen games.
2: Yeah, and new Kirby.
3: Oh yeah, Kirby's coming out real soon. Um yeah,
2: I'm wondering what trying to at Watch Dogs game two. Oh yeah. Um, Wii U version of course. Because of the <laughs> third parties. Yeah, definitely yeah.
0: need more uh third party support on Wii U. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, that's a few of the games I'm looking forward to.
0: Okay. I guess between Sonic Lost World and 3D Space Harrier, all the games I've been looking forward to are out already. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm just sort of trying to catch up with what I have now. Any final words, Fox? Gabba, gabba, gabba. Oh no.
2: <laughs>
0: but that's Soupbag's catchphrase. <laughs> He's going to be so furious.
2: Are we doing catchphrases now? Well? <laughs> then my final was to be "My Bantamog Is Ready."
1: <laughs> uh,
0: are those your final words?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Zanrio, final words?
2: Yeah, like I
0: said, my bantamog is ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And Warrior uh, Fan sixty-three, final words? Uh, buy all video games. Uh, is that B-U-Y or B-Y-E? Uh, uh, B-U-Y.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> P- purchase all video games. No video game companies can go under if everybody we, we, we buys everything. We have to save the industry.
3: Just, just buy them all.
0: <laughs>
3: Which game <laughs> do video I buy? Which games do I buy? <laughs>
0: buy them all! Do, 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 do. <laughs> How do I carry all these?
2: How <laughs> does that, I don't have room for all these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, thanks for joining me for a very informative podcast and hopefully we'll have more thoughts on Demon's Crest in the future. All music in this podcast was from Demon's Crest for the Super Nintendo. I'll leave you with this final thought. As we noted in our discussion, Demon's Crest has a conspicuous gap in difficulty. Its stages are pretty easy, while the bosses take rehearsal and observation. What do you make of a game like that? It's a weird experience, but not necessarily a bad one. What kind of effect do you think that has on the player? If you have any comments or questions please send an email to vgcommune at gmail.com.